I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in Beastmoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. I got my, my main man, Mr. Dr. Uh, entrepreneur, Dr. Eric Thomas. How you feeling, brother? On the ones and twos. Okay, and we got Carl, the Barbados sensation, with the most famous Barbados <laughs> left that's ever been taken in the history uh, of mankind. Yeah, I thought we was done with that last episode. Yeah, everybody was like, yo, what's the Barbados left? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's just when you turn across <laughs> traffic and you don't care who, who there, what's going on. It's called you turn and whatever happens, happens. So, um, nah, man, appreciate y'all joining us on another episode, man. I think this is uh, 23, 23, yeah. something like that. 23, we on that MJ. Yep, we on that MJ slash LeBron. So, um, you know, it's got to be a great episode, man. Um, real quick, let's just jump into it. Am I tripping or is this the craziest NBA playoffs that, like, ever uh, existed? Terrible. Like, terrible. I'm, I'm tripping because... Yeah, I know. I know it's not me this time because I'm like, wait a minute, is Golden State three, down three to one. one as we sit here today, yeah. Thursday morning? Three one. Yo, I'm 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 not gonna lie. I'm shocked. Like I, I was a little shocked that Toronto was hanging with Cleveland, but like to be for Golden State to be down three one, I know I'm tripping. Like this is unbelievable. I'm just tripping on how this even happened. I mean, come on, man. They won 70, what, three games yep. in the regular season? Like, they were supposed to blow past everybody to the finals, and here we are, man, and they on the verge of elimination. I think that's tonight. the part that stuck with me. The 73 one, I'm like, okay, it's just like, yeah, there's no question now. You're not going to write off, okay, see, just off the cuff. But I'm thinking, you know, 4-2. I just knew it was going to be 2-zip, two, 2-1, two 3-1, one, one, maybe, you know, 3-2, two, 4-2. Two. That was my prediction, Golden State, all the way. Right, but, yeah, right. this, I don't know what's happening. Okay, so you know me. I don't want to get too deep, yeah. see. But, um, okay, here's my challenge, right? I want everybody to think about it. All right, I mean, this might be a little bit of parenting in here. This might be a little mentor, mentee boy. You know, but what happens when the mentor tells the mentee, you know, something, and the mentee is kind of like, you know, I feel you, but I got to do this my way. And I'm thinking, and I could be wrong, but I'm thinking Steve Kerr says it, it, you know, as they get closer to the end of the season, I'm not really on that because I'm not interested in winning 73 games if it's going to put my guys, you know, in the uh, arena of exhaustion. You know, he was like, yo, I'm getting ready for the playoffs. Like, the playoffs are more important than this, you know, record. And, and no disrespect, you know, it's just I'm just asking the question. I'm just putting this out here. If it don't work out, you know, the pl younger players were like, yo, this is a goal. We can accomplish it. We need to put all our energy into it. And then some of the older players was like, hey, we would coach. It's really not that important. It's really about winning this championship. And so we, we can't, you know, definitively say anything today because they could come back and win it all, you know. But could it be coach was right when he said it? And so I'm not even just dealing with, what coach said, but I'm also to the listeners, like what point do we test Mr. Miyagi? 
You know what I'm saying? What point do we say, okay, I know what my mentor said, my, you know, my leader said, but to me, I feel this way and I'm going to go for it. I'm just putting that out there, see? Yeah, no, and I think, I mean, this could be something to that and there could be something to, you know, Curry obviously was hurt and, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's a lot of factors that go into it and I agree with you. I do remember... I think we had that conversation on the podcast just about like how hard do you push, you know, for that one particular, you know, goal when the main goal is, you know, still to win the whole thing. And, you know, they chose to go for it. They did it. You know, if they didn't and they rested people, would they be in the situation? I don't know. I'll be honest, though. I'm looking at OKC saying, OK, it's not just that Golden State ain't playing up to par. Them boys then took it up another level. And there was a time when we weren't sure if, Westbrook and Durant could get it done together because they both had that one type of mentality. It wasn't, you know, clearly defined roles, but apparently, man, they didn't figure something out because the yeah, boys I, are rolling and it looks and, like... And I'm going to say, I'm, I mean, you know, yep. again, I'm going to say, I don't know that they figured nothing out. I believe, you know, and it's just me talking, I believe that they have the big three now. You know, I believe that it's really not just, you know, uh, 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 KD and Westbrook. I believe that Adams is adding a huge, like he's not the big three. When you think of Boston, it don't seem like, you know, that big three, or it may not seem like the Miami Heat big three, but, but and clearly in stats and in terms of contribution with Adams, I think we are looking at a big three without really realizing we're looking at a big three. I thought he was going to go with my boy Waiters. You know I what I'm, I'm sitting here trying no, to go there with you. I'm, I'm like, I went all the way there. I, I think that Adams really is, has been the X factor. He, he has been what, you, you know, the, the, the other teams can't figure him out. Like, you know, KD doing his thing, Westbrook is doing his thing. But when you really look at the X factor, I really believe Adams is an X factor. And I do because he's not Kevin Garnett. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not Bosh. You know what I'm saying? So from the outside looking in, he doesn't appear to have that presence. But when you watch the game, his contributions are, they're evident. Yeah, no, he, he definitely provides that, you know, that that role you need, that, that garbage man. Yeah. You know, he's going to clean yeah. up the boards. He's going to play D. He's going to hustle. You know, he's going to take a shot in the groin from dead end and keep, <laughs> keep going. And what was his free throw percentage? Right, right. I could be mistaken, but I think he had a very high, you know, free throw percentage as well for a big man. So... Yeah, man, I, I, yeah, I, you know, like I said, I ain't no basketball genius, but um, I, I do think, man, we are looking at, you know, something we never thought we would see before. And, and I'm going to be honest, I don't think it's just Curry. I think they all, uh, they, they not playing up to his level. You know, I mean, Curry is missing, un, I mean, contested shots. You know, uh, I, I don't think a lot of the Eagle Dollar, a lot of the people that played big last year aren't playing big. So it's just not Steph Curry. I, I'm looking at Golden State and saying it could be that they're exhausted. I, and again, I'm not, you know, I, I, it's no, I, you know, I can't say it like I'm an expert, but it's not one player. It's looking like a lot of the dudes are not coming and, you know, and, and putting in that energy that we saw from last yeah, year. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a team thing. And, you know, hopefully, um, you know, they can get a win. Not that I care who wins, but I just want to see the series go a little further. But let me ask you this. They're down as it stands today. 3-1, do you see any chance of Golden State rebounding to win this series, or is it a foregone conclusion? I mean, I see it. 
I think they're gonna win tonight. I'm putting you on. I'm putting I, you on the record I, I, right I'm now. Just, being just so real. Next week. I believe that I don't think they're gonna lose tonight at home. You know, I I think Golden State's back is up against the wall, and Golden State is gonna pull it off. You know, I really believe Golden State is gonna win tonight. I tell you what, I can't stand. See, I can't stand how you know we talked about it early, but lopsided it's been. Like for me, I I, I just like for me, man, I'm not even enjoying the game because. The, the, everybody losing by 20 at the end of the first half. Yeah, B- both sides. I mean, East and West. Like, both of them is like, it's, that don't even make sense. So, I got a question for y'all. Now, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or nothing, but I'm going to say this and y'all tell me what y'all think. But I'm just saying that every game that this season, I mean, that this series goes, or any series, the NBA stands to make a lot more money. A lot more money. So I'm saying if I'm in the NBA as a, as a commissioner or somebody, I, I'm just saying, is it possible that I could be trying to find some way to stretch these dudes out? Because I'm just saying, think of that. You beat a team for zip. You know what I'm saying? Look at Toronto. How many people are showing up outside that arena? You know what I'm saying? You know how much money they lose every game that's yep. not played? So I'm just saying, what do you think? What y'all think hey, about man, that? Hey, man, look, you, you, you never know. The conspiracy theorists are always out there, but – I think what is it, twenty, thirty, forty million dollars that they lose for every game that doesn't. I'll answer get that tomorrow. So, do they got a little incentive to? I'll you know, answer keep tomorrow. It going? Maybe. If, I don't if, know. If OKC win, you know what I'm saying. If I'm OKC even... win tonight, then that murders that theory because right. it's four-one. So I'll answer yeah, it right. tomorrow morning. We'll do a, a special edition podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah, bring that up for the. You yeah, feel bring me? that up again. Um, so yeah. So, no doubt, I'm not tripping. This playoffs is crazy. And Carl just you know, mentioned it a little bit earlier, too. Even with the other series, Cleveland and, and Toronto, it's like one game, Cleveland win by 30. The next game, the re- it's just crazy, man. Like, like, where are the competitive games? I think game four was pretty competitive. You know, I guess the Cavs end up coming back. But just blowouts across the board and – you know, what we thought was a guaranteed, you know, rematch between the Cavs and, you know, the Warriors. That's real um, question. You know, the other two teams yeah. got something to real say about that, man. So, you know, listen, don't don't look at what, you know, everybody's saying and what the haters saying. Just go out there and play your game, man. They still got to win. So, um, that's why they play the games, as they say. Let's jump into something else, man. This week, um, you know, we kind of been having some conversations, and I've been talking to E. Uh, just about, you know, getting to that next level and people looking to get to that next level. And he said something to me that was deep. You know, we were having the conversation. And he was like, yeah, a lot of people call me and ask me, like, what should I do? You know, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I start my company? Should I wait a little while? Should I do this? You know, whatever. And he said something that was deep. And I want you to expand on it because I think most people don't think like that. You actually said, you know, see, it's funny. Nobody calls me and asks me what they shouldn't do. And I thought, and at first I was like, hmm, and then you kind of broke it down. So break that down to the, you know, to the listeners, you know, the people checking out the podcast. Like, what did you mean by that? You know, what, what, what do you, you know, how do you apply that principle of there's some things that you should be doing for sure, but there's some, there's also some things that you should not be doing. And if you're not aware of those, those can impact your success just as much as the things yeah, that so you should I, You know, I, the context of this is, <laughs> in all ways, you know, for me, 90% of my, you know, epiphanies come from my son, you know, um, you know, but my son and I were having a conversation as we both know, you know, he is, um, you know, by the uh, grace of God, uh, he'll be going into his senior year and finishing up, you know, in four years. And 
you know, we, we, we were talking and, you know, he was kind of like, Dad, it seems as if, you know, in some instances, you're not, you know, really pubbing me up, you know, for what I've accomplished. And I, and I had to explain to my man, like, don't get it twisted. While I am very excited for you, I'm very, you know, uh, thrilled that, you know, you were able to get in, you know, you made your errors, made the corrections, and you're going to get out. What you have to understand is that I just can't talk about the positives. You like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, get, we can't just, like, it's almost like, you know, he's doing 85% good and he got 15%. He's not doing well. And so he's kind of like on this thing where his dad, you know, I'm, 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 my, 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 I'm hitting from 16, I'm rebounding, I'm playing defense, and you harping on field goals, you know, free throws, dad. You harping on one or two missed assignments. And what I'm trying to explain to him, see, is that the closer you get to success, the more the little things, the inches matter, see? Like when you play on a team that's under 500, you play on a team maybe that's 500, or you play on a team that's on the same level as you, you know, the NBA Finals, the inches matter, see? You know, so I'm trying to explain to him, like, yo, I'm, I'm grateful that you're doing this, and I'm grateful you're doing that. But, like, if you don't do interns, that can hinder you. You know, like if you get to class five, ten minutes late and miss the beginning of class, that could hinder you. Like if you're taking an online test and you didn't really read the directions and instead of getting a 85, you got a 74, like it matters, see? And so I think that there are people who focus so much on what should I do, what should I do, what should I do, what should I do, that what they fail to realize, see, is that you can't build with one hand and tear down with the other one. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yep, you're doing mm. all of this right. You know, but you're still going to bed late. You're still waking up late. You know what I'm saying? You're still not getting up at eight. You're still procrastinating. You, you know what I'm saying? You're still uh, missing assignments. Like, so my thing is, yeah, there are these. Yeah, you right, right. Call. Oh, please, let's get to that. You know, so my thing is that these things you should have done, but these things you should not have left undone. So, yeah, call me and ask me what you should do. But also understand that there's some $2.5 million deals that C said we need to walk away from that have changed the trajectory of our company. There have been some opportunities that we had to say no to. There have been some flights that we had to say no to. We're not catching that flight. You know, so it's not just about if you're going to study our blueprint, you just can't look at what we do right, but you also have to look at the stuff we dodge. You also have to look at, there's some relationships that ET is not getting involved in. There's some, there's some parameters I set up when I'm on the road. I don't, I don't do happy hour. I don't, you know, do the socials with people. We doing business. So when we conduct business at ETA, we doing business. We not really partying with people too. Why? Because that's for us. We're not telling other people don't do it. We're telling you in our blueprint, when we conduct business, we conduct in business. And that's all we want to be known for, you know? So yeah, these things you should have done, but for real, man, these things you should not have left undone. And there's some people that are doing great things, but you are minimizing it or tearing it down by doing some unproductive stuff, you know, as well. Yeah, and I think sometimes we talk about, you know, eliminating distractions, and I think yep. that's hard for a lot of people. So what do you say to those people who, for real, I got, you know, this person that's calling, leaning on me, this person that's calling, leaning on me, you know, how do I tell those people who are a distraction in my life who I might love? They might be family members. They might be friends. Like, how do I isolate myself from them without isolating myself, if you see what I'm saying? Man, see, 
I, let me just say this, you know, um, at the end of the day, bro, we trying to win, y'all. At the end of the day, you know, there are certain outcomes we have, like, who, who lift weights not, you know what I'm saying, to, to get defined? You know what I'm saying? Like, who gets up early to be broke? You know what I'm saying? Who goes to college not to graduate? You know, who, who, who goes, you know, and, and, and studies for the bar exam to fail? You know, and so my thing is this, like, you, you, got, you, got, you, got, you have to prioritize. Like, you, you have to make what's important important. So to me, it does not make sense to do ad work all day and all night, and then at night, it, 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 I eat the ice cream and the cookies. Like, it, why, should, why have a gut? if you running five, six miles a day. It, it just don't make sense. So for me, it, we all are distracted. You'd be shocked if you knew, I'm human. You'd be shocked if you knew what my distractions were. Like when I put the cookie gut out, I was amazed that people was like, E.T., you got, I can't believe it. I thought you weren't human. You eat cookies and I, bro, I'm human, right? And, and for the record, see, I'm probably three for 25 since that, um, that the cookie gut came out, probably three for 25, see? You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, but, but I'm just God. saying, like, see, who, who puts in all this work, you know, not to make their dreams become a reality? So why are you getting up earlier? Why are you grinding? Or why are you putting forth all this effort to let the distractions tear everything down? I don't you, know you, if you remember, you did a message, that's a couple of years ago, and I remember E talking about, you know, most people are, what's wrong with this? You know, that's the question they ask. Like, what's wrong? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yep. I can do that. Ain't nothing wrong with yep. that. And then E said this thing, it stuck with me for years now. E said, I don't ask myself mm. what's wrong. I ask myself what's right with it. And that's just like, whoa. Yeah, you're not measuring mm. what's wrong. Everybody can figure out what's wrong. Oh, absolutely. If you're going to be successful, you need to be looking at what's right. That's because right. that's the direction you're trying to go in. Yeah, we need to play that piece, man. That's a power. I forgot about that piece. Yeah, we need to play that piece. That's a power. That's on the mixtape. That was on. Um, uh, yeah, it was on the mixtape, yeah. man. That that was a for real. That's a powerful piece because what Carl is saying is just a different paradigm. Well, here, let him play it real quick. Let, let, let's play it. Let's get some context, right. and then we'll come back. Work, 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 work. Okay, whole thing with work. The dude that is responsible, Mr. White, for Michael Jordan's brand. He told me, Eric Thomas, you know, listen to me very closely, son. It's not possible. It's past possible. He said, listen, you got to stop telling people you wrote a book and you got to start saying you're an author. It's a different mindset. It's a different mindset. He said, if you say you wrote a book, that could be it. But if you say you're an author, it means you write books for a living. That's what you do. And you got about four or five more books in you easy. It's a mindset. We changed the whole game. It's a mindset. You probably don't even notice it, but I'm mic'd up right now. You, you probably didn't even know it. I'm mic'd up right now. Different mindset. I used to speak back in the day and just see myself as a speaker. Now we own a company. And guess what? Everything I say to you, it goes in here and it goes on iTunes. <laughs> and when I do my TGIM, and I'm like, yo, I was at the University of Cincinnati, the Bobcat, Bearcats, boom, 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 boom. Okay, you can go get the, boom, right after us. People going to go. We always notice it. On Monday, we sell the most books. More people go to iTunes. Like, you got to get that. I gave you three minutes. Get the whole 35 minutes. They're like, boom, I'm going to get that. 99 cent. And watch this very closely. 99 cent time a lot of people. <laughs> like, for real, because you're like, why aren't you charging 10? We just go 99 cent our way to millionaires. We just go 99 cent. <laughs> That's all, just 99 cents. We ain't trying to rob nobody, because if we say 9.99, you're going to flinch. 
Eric Thomas is good, but he ain't that good. You say 99 cent, they're like, oh, got it. 99 cent, boom. <laughs> we just get old. Every month, we get a check, and we're just looking. That was a lot of 99 cents. So my final one, you got to get this one. My final one. So, okay, Eric, you talk about opportunities. Yep, you, you, you right here in it. And the difference between those of you who will succeed and those of you who will fail, you're not taking advantage of your opportunities. You partying, you smoking, you drinking. You Listen to me very closely. I have guys come to me all the time, you know, E.T., you what you trying to say? Something wrong with smoking weed? When you become successful, you don't ask what's wrong with something. You ask what's right with it. I'm going to say it slower because you, you might have missed it. E.T., I don't see nothing wrong with that. When you become successful, you don't ask what's wrong with something. You ask what's right with it. How is what I'm doing right now going to help me to get to where I'm trying to get to? And I ain't, look, you want to drink, you grown. I ain't come here to tell you not to drink. But where I'm going, I need to be in my right mind 365 days out of the year. I got a lot of energy. If I start doing, my family, they cracked out. I don't know what happened, but they couldn't just do like a little liquor. They started with the liquor, and they, they cracked out. They helped them crack cocaine. My real father cracked cocaine for 14 years. I ain't even playing with it. Somebody said, E, man, if you drank, you'd have a whole other experience. I'm going to have a whole other experience when I become a millionaire, and I got my own yacht, and I'm out in the Pacific. Then we go, boom. I'm going to be blue out. Like, boom. I'm high. <laughs> I'm going to be high. I'm drunk right here. My own plane. My, once I get my private plane, that's when I'm going to be drunk when I walk on. Like, I'm drunk now. I've got my own private plane. I'm intoxicated with success. Okay, there we go. No, I'm right, just saying, see, it's, it's, you know, a lot of people think it's behavior and it's not. It's your mindset. So for me, it's like, yo, we work too hard. See, sweat equity. See, me, you, Carl. Between me, you, and Carl, all right, so then let's go to the next layer. You got Lashana. Let's go to the next layer. Rondell, Jamal. You, you know what I'm saying? You got uh, 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 Ken. Like, for real, you know how many hours we put in? And are, you, are we willing to put in all these hours, see, to lose it? You know what I'm saying? Like, to, okay, so you got two ways to lose it. One way we lose it is just the momentum. You know, it's like somebody else catch up with us and beat us because we chilling. Or we do something we're not supposed to do, see, and we lose our credibility and, and, and we lose all our supporters. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, see, we work too hard to give it all up for 10 minutes of pleasure. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's say 24 hours of play, 48 hours. I don't care, see. You know how, see, how many people from our neighborhoods? I don't care if you're talking Barbados, Lansing, Detroit. How many people that grew up with us? How many people that went to college with us, see, are doing what we're doing right now? How many people have been able to build a brand from the bottom, see? I'm talking about with nothing, brick by brick by brick. See, you mean to tell me we put in all this work to come up short? And look, unforced errors? You know, uh, uh, average skill, phenomenal will to book, unforced errors? So for me, see, it's just like no drug in the world is worth me letting us down. No, you know, uh, uh, temptation or activity. It's not worth us putting forth all this effort and then getting distracted. Like, we have come too far. And I told you, that's why when I watch Serena now, we, we in the French Open. See, I'm talking about C. Every time I watch her, you know, in the last two, she had a chance to tie this thing up and be the greatest ever. And in two, like, two opportunities, she lost it. See, like for me, my heart race, not just for her, but for us, because I realized, see, you got a window, bruh. You got a window, see, and that window don't stay open forever. And I, man, I'll be darned if we are responsible for closing that window on ourselves. 
It's another thing, bro, if that window just get closed and we've done all we can and we maximize this run, like if we walk in the sunset knowing that, hey, we maximize this thing, y'all. We did all we could possibly do. But to know that you or Carl or myself, that we were responsible for breaking this thing, see, this legacy, this dynasty, I couldn't live with that, see. No distraction is worth that to mm. me. Hmm. That's deep, man. That's deep. And I think, you know, if people would understand that fact, man, it would take them a lot farther. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, has really taken us to the next level is just being able to, for real, that's the type of care we take with our brand. You know what I mean? Like everything matters to us. You know what I mean? Like every single thing is, is important to us. Every, everything we do, everything we say, everything we put out, man, we try to keep it on the level, man, so that we can keep this momentum going for years to come. This is not something that we built for a temporary time. This is something that, you know, when we talked about it years ago, we talked about something Jalen can take forward, something Trey can take forward, Jordan, you know, all of our kids and they our kids' kids hoping to build something that lasts, you know, not only for a moment, but for a lifetime. And so, nah, man, I agree with you a thousand percent on that. Yeah, and if I could touch real quick, see, you talked about the phone calls, you know, and, um, it's hard, man. I'm going to be real. See, man, I was just in um, Huntsville, and it, it was a challenge, man. I was only there for 48 hours. And when you were in a place where you spent 13 years, you know how many relationships, you know, I've established, you know, and it's one of those situations where it's at least 20 people that want to see you, see. You know, it's at least, and you know coming home, see. You know the challenge when you come back to, you know, Lansing. Oh, yeah. You know, no and doubt. it's like, it's, oh, see, man, you know how tough it is, man. It's like, you know, you, you know you, in 48 hours, you can't see everybody. You know, in 48 hours, you can't touch everybody. And then not only that, the people that you touch, it's minimal because you don't have two hours. You know what I'm saying? You don't have time. So I was there actually for Lee Lamb. Shout out to Lee Lamb, Master Barber, you know, our barber here. You know, well, I grew up with him, but then he would come here and cut, you know, my church family's head. But, you know, shout out to Lee. His son graduated. Shannon, shout out to Shannon, his son graduated. And then my boy Chris Phillips, shout out to Chris, his boy graduated from high school. You know, so I went there specifically to celebrate because that's a big accomplishment. I went to celebrate with these young men and just let them know how proud I was, you know, of them and then help them in their journey. But see, I couldn't get to everybody. And what most people don't realize as an entrepreneur, listen to me, what most people don't realize, it, we talked about it, see, what don't you do? And for me, y'all know I love talking on the phone. Like, I love to talk. I know, I, I know that she's shocked to most people listening to the podcast, you know. But here's my challenge. See, everybody, E.T., let me get five minutes. See, when is five minutes five minutes? Like, when does somebody call you and talk to you for five minutes? Like, it don't happen. So imagine I'm getting 20 phone calls a day. I'm, and I'm talking about these are the people that I know. These are not, you know, people that don't know me and trying to reach out to me. See, if I spend 30 minutes on the phone, see, 30 minutes, see, with six people, see, you're talking three hours. Now, I'm not trying to be funny, you know, but Carl, come on. That, that, that is a breathe you package, uh, 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 what do you call it? You know, a, a professional development or a personal development one-on-one -on -one phone call. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that's, that's a contract for me. You know, so it's not that I don't want to talk on the phone. It's not, but I can't talk on the phone for three hours times five days. That's 15 hours. I just don't have the time. I'm an entrepreneur that's out here trying to use every second of the day to make this thing become a reality. Hey, this is why y'all slipping, but I'm telling y'all, we had a BU call a couple of weeks back 
And Elijah, shout out to Elijah. This boy broke down some stuff that blew my mind. I'm telling y'all, entrepreneur of entrepreneurs. Elijah's doing it. And what he said on the call is you have to know your RGAs. And of course, everybody's like, what? RG what? So he said your RGAs are your revenue generating activities. And that's where you spend your time. And this boy broke down his hour to be, I don't remember the exact number, I don't know if y'all remember, but it was like 340-something. Well, oh, yeah, no, he knew down to like the minute how much he had to per make minute. per minute in order to get into, to a certain goal that he had. So say his goal for the year was a million dollars. Like he knew how much revenue he needed to be, needed to be per generating minute. per minute in order to yep. hit so that So imagine goal. knowing how much you make per yep. minute. And when he broke it down like that, yo, 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 oh, five minutes a seemed a little <laughs> deeper than... Just the five yeah, minutes. Like, if you really study it, like your time is the only thing that you have that makes the difference between you and everybody else, how you use your time. So if you know that your minute, your, your 30 minutes, your hours worth. And he said, like I said, it was 300 and some dollars an hour. Like if I'm about to be on the phone with you, I need to be making 600 the hour after that. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to have some plan if I'm going to make my goal that. And again, we're not trying to just push money, but you understand what I'm saying? Time is so important. You know, time with your family, time with whatever. You can't just let it happen. You got to be very, very strategic about that, man. Yeah, and, I, and I'm saying like, I, you know, people would be shocked. See, uh, go to Carl's house. How many hours of the day, Carl, are you watching television? Uh, I, my son yesterday, he was like, Daddy, can I watch some? I was like, let me talk to you for a minute because he asked every day. And I'm like, yo, I ain't trying to be funny, but when do you see me turn the TV on? He's like, I don't know. I was like, no, no, like answer me. When do you see me turn the TV on? He's like, you turn it on like at night. We don't turn on the TV till 7 30, 8 o'clock at night. And I promise you, we go to bed at 9, 9 30. Absolutely. So you're talking about an hour, hour and a half of TV in the house. I was like, when you see me turn on the TV, then you ask me to watch something. Yeah. You follow what I do. Yeah. Don't ask me no other time. Yeah. Talk to me, C. When are you watching TV, C? Uh, well, usually, usually the TV <laughs> watch me when I turn <laughs> the game on at night. Right, but, right, but right around 8 You see 8:30. what I'm saying? See, I'm, I'm being. You know, this is a rhetorical question because I got entrepreneurs yeah. out there yeah, who are watching TV, see, who catching every movie, see, who catching every game, see, they catching Sports Center. And here's here's why I have a challenge. We represent greatness, and I'm not trying to be funny. So I got an average dude who calls himself an entrepreneur who has four or five hours of wasted time in a day, and my man calling me, see, because he think I'm doing what he's doing. I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. But it's like I said before, some dude called me at 3.50 in the morning. Like, yo, E, what up? I'm like, bro, what's up? He like, yo, I, you told me you got up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Not to talk to you, I didn't. I don't get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to talk to you. I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to grind. So I'm just saying, see, I want I wanted to paint a picture for entrepreneurs that entrepreneurship doesn't mean you at home playing video games. Entrepreneurship doesn't mean you at home uh, scrolling through Facebook. Look, I don't, I've, not, I've not done Facebook Live once. Now, I might do Facebook Live in terms of you watching what a we session. do, right? You watching a session, but I'm not sitting in front of Facebook Live uh, trying to get your opinion, or I'm not trying to talk to you about what's happening in my. I, I just made a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Now, uh, after I'm gonna eat peanut butter jelly sandwich, uh, watch me take the paper plate and put the paper plate in the trash can, and now watch me recycle. Like I'm not trying to be funny. See, I'm trying to give people a blueprint. So what I'm saying is like we not and look, I'm, and I'm not being. Uh, cocky or conceited here. C and uh, uh, Carl can testify to this. I am in a financial bracket that I can sit home and wait for the phone to call and just go do my gig and come back to the crib and watch TV all day. And I'm not doing it. I, I'm in a studio. Do, I told y'all audio books, other audio material. I'm working with these interns, pouring into these interns. 
So I'm just telling y'all, stop calling yourself an entrepreneur because you don't have a nine to five. That's not what an entrepreneur is. Call yourself an entrepreneur because you have a dream and a goal that you wake up to every day and you grinding as much as you can because, yeah, you got a family. Yeah, you have a personal life. And yes, you need to dedicate some time to all that stuff. But stop calling yourself an entrepreneur because you at home. Just say, call yourself, I don't have a job and I'm at the crib chilling. Call yourself that. Don't identify yourself as an entrepreneur. Yeah, so, and, and, and let's not just be super hard on them. Let's give them some solutions. So what does that look like? If you are an entrepreneur or if you're not an entrepreneur, it might even be more important if you're looking to become an entrepreneur and you have a nine to five because those hours that you have now are even more limited. But when we talk about the RGAs and the revenue generating activities, what we're talking about are those things that you know can earn you income, that can earn you that financial freedom. So we need to sit down and look at all the things you're doing and say, okay, you might have 10 things that you're doing trying to get your business going. Maybe you're, you know, putting out Facebook ads. Maybe you're doing, you know, the Google, you know, uh, SEO stuff, your search engine optimization. You're trying to get, you know, that up. Maybe your website, maybe, you know, the, all these things. I want you to look at what are the top three things that I'm doing that are earning me revenue, right? If you're selling, I don't, if you have a product that you're selling, a business, you're a speaker, it doesn't matter. What are the top three things that you're doing that are allowing you you know, to get that return on your investment of time, right? Because you don't have that much time, right? If you have a nine to five, if you don't have a nine to five, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to look at those things that are striking gold the most often and begin to focus on those exclusively so that you can, you know, maximize your profit and start building out your team and go after those other RGAs. But you have to understand what you need to be doing first. And too many times we're just doing 10, 11 things and you're not putting the emphasis on those things that are bringing you back the returns. So you really need to slow down and look at what, what, what am I doing that is bearing fruit? What are the things that I'm doing that is that, that can take me to the next level? And you need to hone in on that and cut the rest of that foolishness because it's taking up too much of your yeah, time. And I think, see, that, that's what I'm getting at. Like, yo, for real, look at it. If you call four people a day and talk for 30 minutes, you, you understand what I'm saying? See, that's two hours. That's two, now, that's two hours you could have used, you know, doing something totally different. Or let's say it like this. Let me put it this way, see. There are times that I have that I do accept phone calls, see, but I promise you it's not when the sun is out. I promise you it's not 8 o'clock in the morning. I promise you it's not 10 o'clock in the morning. I promise you it's not 2.30. Why? Because those are still business working hours, see. You understand what I'm saying? Those are hours that I can still go in the studio and get stuff done. Those are hours where I can still meet with you and Carl because you guys are not in family time. You're not eating dinner, right? And so I want to make sure that I'm clear. Like, like I'm saying, guys, I'm not talking on the phone at 9.15. Why? Because that is the hour that the marketplace is booming. The marketplace is booming in Australia. It, the marketplace is booming in uh, uh, England. The marketplace is booming. You, you know what I'm saying? In Singapore, the marketplace is booming. You know, in South Africa, the marketplace is booming. In Chicago, Detroit, you know, New York. And so that's not the time for me to talk. That's the time for me to grind. Now, if you want to, you know, talk, that's fine. You like, Eric, I'm talking, if I'm social, that's good. Do that at, let's say, 6 o'clock. You know, let's say do that at 7 o'clock. Start watching TV at 8 o'clock. But, but, but do yourself a huge favor. Have some parameters. Have some rules of engagement. Have some boundaries. You know, because if you're talking at a time where you can make money, 
then that's, that's inappropriate. And so I just let people know, like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but if you call me during that time, I'm going to leave you a text message or a voicemail saying that right now I'm grinding. And then my day is shorter, see, because once Didi gets home at 1.30, we do lunch. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I go into somewhat of a family mode until about 4, 4.30, where we go strong family mode. So I don't even have the time I used to have because Didi's working part-time and she's not coming home at 5. You feel me? So please, if you're an entrepreneur, be like my wife. Be like Carl wife. Be like C wife. I tell my wife all the time, when she was at work, you can't call me. I told Tamisha yesterday, I would drop you off and then you know where your job was. I didn't even know where she worked. Like if somebody would have asked me where her job was, I couldn't even tell you. Candace, you can't call Candace when she at work. And so I say, just because you are at home, it doesn't mean it's a free for all. Even if you work from home, still set parameters. Yeah, no doubt. I, I literally, you don't think it's funny. I've never, ever, ever, ever one time been into my wife's office. Not one time. Like, I, matter of fact, now you got me a little nervous. I might need to go check in and see what's going on up there. Because I have never been in my wife's office a day in my life. She, now, she said I got some security checks and clearances. I, like, for real. I'm like, okay, boy, now I don't, I don't know what, what's going on. But, no, we're just talking about how serious, you Absolutely know, they take their serious. jobs, right? Like, you know, there's times where you can't just, I can't just call my wife and have a 20-minute conversation with her while she's on the clock. They, they just don't work like that. You know what I mean? But as an entrepreneur, somebody call you, and because you don't have anybody lording over you, telling you what to do, you on the phone chopping it up for an hour and a half. And it don't work like that, man. And I, I swear, it's tough, man, because um, you can offend some people, you know, because people know that you don't have a, a traditional job, and so they'll think, okay, I know you're not doing nothing, or you, you, you don't have to be doing something, so why can't you answer my call? Why can't we have this conversation? But you do just have to be mature enough to, you know, to say to them, to say to yourself, yo, this is my designated work time. Just like anybody else with a nine to five, from this time to this time, there is no Twitter, there is no Instagram, there is no Facebook, there are no distractions. If my wife calls, I make sure it's not an emergency, but other than that, I'm getting back to it. And if we set up those type of parameters and put that kind of work in, um, we will go to a whole nother level. And I always said, man, it's crazy to me. Like people will go to a nine to five and you will be busting your butt. Like you'll make sure you clock yep. in on time, yep. right? If you got to clock in at 7 a.m. by 6.55, you clocking in because they got a system there. You know, you're not leaving until you're supposed to leave. You're making sure all your work done. And then you come work as an entrepreneur and you don't treat your own stuff that way. You're treating somebody else stuff like that. But as an entrepreneur, now you you an entrepreneur. You done clocked in at 9.15. You done clocked out, took a two-hour lunch. You couldn't even do that if you had a nine-to-five. Like, you could not do that. Why would you do that to your own stuff? If anything, you need to be going harder for yourself than you go for anybody yeah, else. And, I, and I, I, I mean, I wish people could come up, man, and shadow us for a day. But I promise you, I don't call Carl during the day um, talking about uh, frivolous stuff. I promise you, when we're on the phone talking, it's business. It's work. It's all I mean, It's work. work, bro. CJ, it's work. Like, we're not sitting around talking about the game. Now, we might talk about the game in context of the podcast, or we might talk about the game in, in terms of like a, a principle, but we're not talking about the game frivolously. Now, it doesn't mean that we don't ever talk like that. I might call C on Saturday morning and we kick it. You know, on Sunday morning, we might kick it. Carl, after church, you know, we might do dinner together. But I promise y'all, during working hours, we are working and we didn't get, look, we didn't get here to take off. Now that we're here, we're probably working hard, like, Maybe not harder per se, but definitely way more strategic, you know, and we're spending more time 
and, 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 and strategic planning and developing than we've ever done before. And I think that's the, one of the answers that we could give to people. Like, what do you do? Like, what you do is you set, these are the things that I have to get accomplished today. Like, I don't care what happens. So if you know you got six things to get done today, like, I don't care if it rains, snows, whatever. You know, who caught, it doesn't matter. These things have to get done today. And that's one of the practical steps that I do. Um, it doesn't matter what happens. Like, if, even if, if I got to stay up an extra hour, if I got to get up an extra hour, like, I have to get these things done today. And that's what helped guide me. Like, somebody calls, like, I'm cool, but I have to get this thing done today. So, hey, let me hit you back later on this evening, or I'll hit you back as soon as I get it done if I get it done early. You know what I'm saying? But that, that's another practical step. Like, you have some very clear-cut goals that you have to get done that day. And that starts with some planning the day before, the, you know, the beginning of the week or whatever. But you knock out these are the things that have to get done. And once you do that, that's something that can help keep you in focus, yep. too. And so real quick, yeah, I want to, you know, play devil's advocate a tad and, you know, say, man, there's people out there who need you, people who need to talk to you, you know, somebody going through something in their marriage, um, you know, maybe they down, whatever. Am I supposed to just tell them that I can never talk? Like, at what point do I say, okay, I need to make some exceptions? Let me ask, let me, let me say this to you. <laughs> and, I, and I, for real, I, I, I want people to truly understand. I'm going to answer your question in a second. But when you're on the, when you're, when you're on the airplane, see, you know, and they're doing the, uh, you know, the emergency, just in case we land this joint untraditionally, in case of an emergency, they tell you, see, to put the mask on yourself first. You know what I'm saying? And then put it on others. Hmm. I got to put the mask on myself first, see? You know, and that's why I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. That's why I grind. You know, that's why we put ourselves in a financial position. We put ourselves in an influential position. We put ourselves in an impact position so that we can be there for people when they need us. Now, with that being said, Carl will tell you that we have designed Saturday mornings, Sunday mornings, to speak with ET like we have a set time where when people email us and say I got to talk to ET I got to talk to ET that Carl and I have a system where on Saturday and Sunday if people are willing to wake up at a certain time and of course we are backed up we've got thousands of people that want to talk so we can't do a thousand every Saturday but I promise you see when I go when I when I I'm, I'm, I want y'all to listen to me because we do have it mapped out for all those people out there hating and all those people out there spitting venom so, so Saturday morning, Sunday morning, whenever I travel, see, so when I have to catch the airplane from the Detroit airport, it's an hour drive for me, see, I, I specifically take calls during that hour. Why? Because I'm not with my wife, my daughter, or my son, right? And I'm not conducting business the normal way, which is why I hired a personal assistant so they can drive and I can do that. When I'm in my layover for a flight, we make phone calls while I'm at that layover, see? So we have specific times. If my wife, my daughter, my son go on a trip or they're out, they're out on the weekend, I, I get as many calls in as I can. So we do have a specific time, see? What I'm saying, though, is that there, are, there is a time that we have the mask on ourselves first. And that's Monday through Friday we grind and see? That's 3 o'clock in the morning till about 1.30 in the afternoon. We're grinding. Then I'm spending time with my wife. Then when my daughter comes home, I'm spending time with my daughter because she has two days to graduate before, and then she's got a couple months before she goes off to college. So I'm going to put in time with my baby girl. Now, once my daughter graduates and moves on, then I'll have more time to talk. You understand what I'm saying? So we do have specific allotted times to be able to be a blessing, but we cannot do that 24 hours a day. Hmm. 
So then, so then your suggestion would be to tell people, here's my window of time uh, you uh, need to call uh, me. Et et inspires at what is it? Info at etinspires.com. You fill that out. You know, if you are, if, I get my number out on several occasions. See, I'm talking about. I went to Howard and gave my number. I went to this high school and gave my number out. I tell people this. I can text you at my leisure but I cannot stop and get on the phone as much. So if you want to text me, we can text back and forth all day. You want to email me? Why? Because that literally, see, takes me 30 seconds to a minute to respond. But the phone, see, very, very few people are mature enough to get on the phone and not talk 30, 40 minutes. And so I do not have 20 minutes times 10 a day and let and then like I said here go and kill me and this is off topic a little bit but like I said it's crazy the people that are like like really be on you like yo I need 30 I need 30 I need 30 and then get on the doggone phone and I said this before but talk about they self yeah. the entire time I'm like yo you needed 30 minutes to tell me everything you doing and then be like all right cool thank you I'm like what, what did we get out of that? Like, you wanted to talk to me for a reason, so that would be my number one complaint and the reason why I had to stop doing it because I'm like, you don't even really have no questions for me. Like, we just sat up on the phone. They might have been like, yeah, that's why I started this little business. And then, you know, uh, basically me and my wife had got into it, so I had stopped that one and I got back into another one. And then, um, you know, now, man, Absolutely. just trying to figure out where I'm at. Absolutely. And then I promise you, 30 minutes go by and they'd be like, hey, Yo, I just appreciate you even jumping on the line with me, G. I'm like, all right, for sure. I'll talk to you later. And they feeling pumped up. And I'm like, wow, my man didn't ask one question. He didn't listen to nothing I had to say. I just said, mm-hmm, the entire conversation, and it was over. And so that's when I start going, okay, these conversations definitely ain't bearing no fruit. I got um, to put a cap on how often I can take these. And not that I don't want to hear your stories. Uh, I, ju I just definitely don't have time to do it during work hours. So, no, nah, I'm feeling you 100%. And, um, you know, for those of you out there, create some boundaries for yourself. For real, man. Like, for, just, just don't let anybody and everybody get to you when they want to get to you. If you're, on, if you're on a mission, man, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, man, make that time sacred. For real. Y'all heard E talk about it. And I think that's the one thing, Carl, I can say that E has done for us is, like, He's made that work time sacred for us. Like we know when we're supposed to be buckling down, doing our thing. We know when we're supposed to be having fun. We know when we're supposed to be, you know, whatever, because we have always put in that routine. And I think that's been a huge part of doing what we were able to do, because for real, let's be honest, when you're an entrepreneur and you work from home, there are a yeah. lot of distractions. Somebody yeah. can just call yeah. you. You can just turn I on promise. the TV and watch first I take promise. real quick if you want to. So you have to be disciplined in knowing that every time I do that, every time I, you know, take this phone call, every time I turn it on and watch Sports Center for the third time, I'm pushing those dreams and those goals back, you know, however long. And so you have to be mature enough to um, know how to deal with that. So, um, was, Carl, you feel I, the shift? I was just gonna say before you shift, I was just gonna share this quote real quick and. Okay, hey, no, bad, the concept bad, is separate yourself. You can't be like everybody else when you're an entrepreneur. And I remember Chuck put this uh, meme uh, um, a couple, maybe a couple weeks ago. Chuck put this meme out saying life is like Tetris. As soon as you fit in, you disappear. Mm. And I was like, ooh, yeah, so you got to separate mm. yourself. You can't just mm -hmm. fit in. It's like Tetris, y'all. Think about that. Say that one more time, though. Hold on. <laughs> life is like Tetris. As soon as you fit in, you disappear. So as soon as you're doing what everybody else is doing, 
Now all of a sudden you don't you don't even have your own shape no more. You don't have your own style no more. You've just blended in with the whole block of everybody else. So separate yourself. Now you can transition. See, I'm done. Wow, no, that was deep. Hmm, I never heard that one before. I, I missed that meme. Shout out to Chuck, man, for um, always blessing the team with a new word. Uh, let's jump into uh, a segment that we like to call Ask Et. Ask Et is sponsored by BreatheUniversity.com. Guys, if you have not been on there, if you have not checked us out, go check us out at breatheuniversity.com, man. It just We're doing some crazy stuff. We talked about it. We've upgraded the platform. Carl, where are we at with that? Just so man, people know. Man, we are getting closer. We're we're literally, so just I'll let the cat out a little bit. We're actually transferring just okay, a little just bit. Just a little bit. Whatever uh, you can get. us, We're actually transferring all the content we have now over to a new platform. And that new platform, let's just say, like, we're still blown away by it. And we've been playing with it. We are completely blown away by it. So stand by. Now, oh, the other thing, see, I'd say, um, we're actually going to give you, a, a just for our podcast listeners, be you special. You can use that coupon code if you go to sign up, and you actually get 50% off your first month. So try it out. Hey, 50% on us. Try it out. Be you special. Whoa, 50%? 50%. 50%. Hey, that's 50%? why I didn't tell y'all before. Y'all would have tried you to stop me. You me because I know he ain't saying nothing to me about it. <laughs> y'all would have tried to stop me. I'm like, hey, did you this is the same I had to sneak it in. Be you low. special. Yeah, no, sign up, man. I don't care what package. Sign up. You get 50% off that first month. And I'm telling y'all, like we always say, no contract. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, it's not for you. Hey, we not tripping. Do your thing. But I'm yeah. telling you, I'm telling you, if you're serious about going somewhere, uh, you're going to find what you need in there, man. So, yeah. So, so, the, so the coupon code is BU Special. BU Special. All right, cool. And they put that in when they go to the BreatheUniversity.com uh, site. They put promo that in code on the checkout page when you're signing up. They'll have a, a, a slot there for the promo code. You just type BU Special. And, hey, it's on. Okay, cool. Yep, I wanted to make sure um, also that we uh, tell people about the reviews for the podcast. Thank you for those of you who are reviewing the podcast. Uh, we're getting quite a few more reviews. And, um, you know, as a result, we're going back up the chart. So I told you, you guys have a lot to do with our success, man. And, and shout out to uh, Coach Vaughn who hit me was like, man, make sure you tell people how to write a review. Because I think there's a lot of people who, you know, don't really know how to write a review. And so... Um, if that's the case, Carl, do you know how to, I, I think they just go to iTunes and go to um, the, the, type in the Secret to Success podcast, they search that, and then you go to reviews, and then you can leave yep, your own yep, review, yep. right? You could do it right in iTunes, so, I'll, hey, I'll put a step-by-step step out there somewhere, okay. we could tweet yep. it out or something, just so people see it. Yeah, we'll tweet it out, but thank you to those of you who are writing reviews, for real, man, y'all helped us a lot. We have, at this current moment, I'm speaking, 422 reviews um so man shout out to everybody leaving those reviews y'all have helped us and, and been a huge blessing to us uh real hip-hop said i've been following et and his movement for the last four to five years i wish they had more podcasts i'm loving it you know they're bringing about change um they say man cj et and carl bringing it every week this is a phenomenal podcast i encourage everyone to check it out so thank you to you guys um, with that being said, man, we're, we're going to uh, leave y'all alone and, and stop boring y'all, man, and, and take it straight into uh, Ask ET. And Jim in Lubbock says, hey, E, love the podcast. I'm doing really well in my business, but I'm still by myself. Uh, still haven't found that right team. Uh, please, any suggestions? I've been grinding. I've been grinding. I've been grinding all night long. 
Yeah, bro, all I can tell you is keep grinding, you know, for real. Um, keep grinding, man. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, I, I, I found CJ and selected CJ. I, I identified Carl as a, I'm, I, bro, I'm, I'm just going to be real. I kept grinding. Hey, I'm going to be real. He was out on Carl. <laughs> yeah. I was the one who had to keep eating on Carl. Because he was like, Carl ain't got oh, enough bites. Yeah. See, he yeah. ain't rough enough. I'm like, no, I'm Carl being real. Be ready, I'm, 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 I'm not, like, I'm not, that's not my gift. So I, I can't sit here and say, you know, I was responsible for this great team. I was grinding. You know what I'm saying? I think the only reason why they were attracted to what I was doing is because I was grinding. So it wasn't like they got to me and I gave them this idea. You know what I'm saying? By the time they got to me, the, the, this, the, the, I, I mean, it was already, it was already in motion. So I'm being real, man. Just keep grinding. Keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. You know, um, you know stay with it. And you will eventually attract, you know, a Phil Jackson. You will eventually attract, you know, um, uh, Scottie Pippen. You will eventually attract a B.J. Armstrong, a, a Kukos, a Paxton. You know, a Rodman. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think people will want to be on your team if you're if if they don't see that you have the potential to be a winner. You know, so just keep grinding and just know um, that you know if you keep grinding, man, it's gonna happen eventually. Hey, we got to do a segment. See on E's recruiting skills. <laughs> yeah, he's like zero Ooh. for forty right now. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about oh, <laughs> zero for forty. He has the worst. Uh, recruiting track records you've ever seen in your I'm life. I'm getting better, though. So, I'm you getting know, we, better. Hey, but we reassigned him, right? We reassigned him to a different role. Hey, hey, you know, hey we got why is it that when people, why that when people not good at something and they get, you know, they get uh, a, a reassign that they want to come back to the thing they weren't good at and prove that they good at? You know what I'm saying? Why they just can't stay in the mailroom and beat the mailroom out? I'm still trying to get back to recruitment. Nah, man. Yeah, it's a chance to pr- reprove yourself. That's all. But uh, we can, unfortunately, we had a point in the company's uh, history where we can't afford any more failures <laughs> on that level. So uh, we got to leave you in the mailroom, E. Uh, Garrett in Massachusetts said, E.T., man, really respect what you're doing. Quick question. My wife and I have been going through some troubled times uh, in, our relation- in our marriage right now. Um, can you talk to me about how to bounce back and start earning uh, uh, Small wins, trade? baby. Small wins, CJ talk about it all the time. Small wins, you know, so here, here's, the, here's the reality. I know what makes my wife happy and what doesn't. You know, let's just be real, I'm not clueless. You know, I know she likes the house clean. You know, I know she likes me to have lunch prepared when she gets home, she likes her car wash. You know, um, she, it, 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 she has a security, you know, uh, issue. You know, she, lo- she loves stability. She loves when money's in the bank. You know what I'm saying? She loves to see me get up before her like see I'm gonna be real see I, I'll probably get up so early because I got one of them I got one of them wives that if she get up at 6 30 see and you in it you sleep in the seven like she wasn't them <laughs> see she, she wasn't you know she, about it hey hey she'll get a back <laughs> she'll get an attitude I don't care if I'm on vacation she hate to get up and you still sleep so I'm just saying bro I ain't trying to be funny I know what pissed my wife off and I know what makes her happy now, can I do everything that makes her happy in the course of 24 hours? It's, it would take me uh, 52 hours to make my wife happy. But I, I do know this, though. See, I'm going to be real. I know what is average, what's, what would give me a 70%. I know what would give me an 80% with her. I know what would give me a 90% day with her. I know what would give me 100%. And it's up to me to get up early enough to do what I need to do in terms of this company so that we can eat. 
but also get up early enough to do that and to be able to, you know, meet her needs. Because here's the deal. Why, why are you married if you're not happy? Why are you married if you're not going to do stuff that married people are supposed to be doing? Like, why are you married if your wife is just a glorified roommate? If you're not going to spend time with her? You know what I'm saying? You, you shouldn't even got married. You should have just let, let her be your girlfriend and you see each other on the weekends, you know? So um, get small victories, though. Just start. My wife loves the house to be clean. So I just try to make sure when she wake up, her clothes are on, the kitchen is clean, and I make her breakfast and lunch. There's some other stuff that I can't do. We might not be able to go to the mall today and go for three hours. Like, I might have to drop you off and do my business in the car. I don't know. But I am saying to you, you're smart enough to know what you can do to stay in the marriage. You're smart enough to know what you need to do to make it blissful. And you're smart enough to know what you need to do that your wife is begging to get home to spend time with you. So let's just start with some small victories. If there's 20 things that she wants done, let's try to get at least seven or 10 of those things done. You know what I'm saying? And every week or every month or every year, let's try to do more. But let's get some small victories, bro. Start where you are with what you have because what you have is plenty. Love it. Uh, Matthew and Clarkston says, Carl, what is the primary function of your mm. job? I like to hear this one. I, I like for him to answer it in three minutes. Wow. So, <laughs> hey, is this 2007? Is this 2010 or 2000? Man. Right. Which 2000? Another, I'm saying the gift and the curse of entrepreneurship in a small company is that, you know, you got to be flexible. You know, there's so many different roles, so many hats that's got to be worn. So, of course, I started out doing the video. Well, no, let me go all the way back. My first job in the company was the driver. I actually took the team. My first assignment was to take the team. <laughs> I was flying out to Cali, and I took EC and some of the students yeah. down to the airport. So, my first assignment was the driver. You know, of course, then a couple of years doing a lot of the editing. And, um, man, just as we grew, I just had to learn a lot of stuff, a lot of tech, t the tech stuff. You know, the website. Now, I'm not a coder or any of that kind of stuff, but I'm the person that would, you know, deal with, you know, whoever we contract out or whoever's working with us. I'm that person that would have that tech side, like, you know, hooking up like the store online, um, you know, dealing with UPS. I'm t we've covered everything, like our shipping stuff, like literally creating the accounts, connecting everything, making sure it works. Um, our customer relationship management system, you know, making sure we can send out the newsletter. There's a lot of stuff. Now I'm doing some of the accounting um, we don't trust E with the money like that. E forgetful. Uh, <laughs> yeah, e lead the money. He lead the money right where he lead a microphone right after he got speaking. But no, it, I'll be honest. It's evolved a lot to now where I don't do nearly as much editing. I'm still in touch. You know, I'm, I'm meeting with the guys. We're talking about the videos, that kind of stuff. But now it's kind of more of a, you know, fill in the gaps wherever there's a gap. Of course, BU is a big part of what I'm doing now. Just pushing BU, making sure. Um, everything's working there, doing, you know, whatever transitions need to be made. But yeah, it's just, honestly, it's just keeping, keeping us moving. That's what it is, man. So it's a lot of stuff and I probably missed a couple, but yeah, whatever needs to be done and I'm in a position to get it done, yeah. I'm going to do it. No, man. And you, you know, what's crazy. I'm just thinking back. You say you was driving and I'll be real. It was so funny. Like I, me and E have been on this for so long. Like, you know, we, we kind of knew the vision and what we wanted to do and we had a little office space or whatever. And, like, people used to, like, believe in us, but, like, only for, like, a short period of time. Like, like they would come along and, you know, they would roll out. They would be there for maybe a couple of weeks and be like, oh, yeah, I'm part of what y'all got going on. And they would just, like, literally disappear. I, yeah, I know you remember people just coming in and out. And, like I said, they weren't bad people, but they was just like, okay, y'all ain't making no money. Y'all doing a whole lot of meeting, a whole lot of work, and I don't see any money coming in. And then Carl came in. I don't even remember. One day I just walked in and Carl was in there 
And uh, he just, and then next week, I was like, oh, my man's still here. Hmm. And then the next week, I was like, oh, he's still here. And then, like, the third or fourth week, I was like, hey, E, this dude, I don't know if this dude leaving. Like, everybody else left by now. And Carl was just still in there. And mind you, Carl wouldn't say a thing. Like, he wasn't saying nothing. It'd be me and E in there talking. We might be strategizing something. Carl just have his laptop open, chilling, like, waiting for somebody to tell him what to do. But he literally would not say one thing. And he just looked, stayed consistent and was like, yo, I don't know what they're doing, but I believe in it. And when this thing take off, I want to be right there. And I think, um, you know, it's just hilarious when I think back to, like, the beginning stages now because, you know, where we are now and the fact that, for real, y'all, y'all probably don't know. Like, you, you, you know E, you starting to know me, and you know, starting to know Carl. But when I tell you, Carl is on the same level with what he does as E when he goes and speaks. We put together a document yesterday, and Carl, I didn't oh, have a, t- a chance to text you back. But we had a company who was looking for some services, oh, and we wanted man. to put together a very specialized document for them. Carl put together the sweetest document ever. I had ever seen in my life. I was like, I don't even care if E go in there and say something crazy. It don't matter. I'm hiring you off the strength of this document alone. And it's a lot of the invisible intangibles yeah. that you guys don't see behind the scenes that make ETA, you know, the force to be reckoned with that we are. And yesterday was just one of those prime examples where I, I showed Candace. I was like, look at this. She ain't even know what it was. She was like, Wow. She was like, I don't know what that is, but that's Tetris, fire. Baby. And I'm like, wow, people don't even know that within our team, you, we got people who operate at just a higher level as E does speaking behind the scenes. Absolutely. And some of you Say out there, you solo, you know, you, 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 you a one man band and you wonder why you can't go to that next level. You better find you a Carl behind the scenes who could just go yeah, crazy. You hear me see, I said Tetris. Yeah, I ain't trying to just fit in with the block. I'm trying to stand out. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that document absolutely. was fire. So, bro, I looked at that joint. I looked oh, at that joint crazy. and was like, "Yo, if you don't hire us for this, it was next you, level. you, yeah, you, you, oh, you gonna get fired level, from your bro. job. The color pattern. Oh, uh, they gonna get fired from their job it. for I'm not uh, taking us because of this document. Like if they boss see that we turned this in and we didn't get hired at the highest level, they, they, they like, okay, if you're not doing consulting work with these oh, dudes, man. kill it. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother level when you can add in that other punch that, you know, a lot of people hey, don't have. You know what I mean? You going by yourself and you turning in you, you turning in the regular PDF against that. Oh, I here, here's you my deal, lose. man. Like I'm I, I know it's not a question that was asked toward me, but for real, a lot of you guys, man, if your ego is that big that you think that nobody can do it as good as you could do it, you got a problem. Like for real, bro. You gotta sit you sick. If you think you that good and you can't let nobody else in your circle or you can't find like because I hear people, I can't find people like you sick. You can't you think you that sweet and there's nobody else on the earth that can be as sweet as you like you trying to edit you shooting it you recording it you marketing you like for real if you think for one you show me one person that is doing 20 things. And, high, and operating at the highest level doing all 20, I'll show you 450,000 that all, compared to that all day. So for real, man, let, let that ego go. Let whatever it is that's allowing you not to think that there are other people who are not as deep as you are in their space, yeah, let that go, bro. Or please let it go. Last one, 
And uh, I don't know how you want to answer this, but Dana in Brooklyn said, with both of your kids leaving, what's the first thing you'll do to celebrate having an empty house? Um, <laughs> I don't know where you want to take that. You know what I'm saying? It seems like a setup. Well, I'm saying it's not a setup for me because I'm just saying it's not a setup for me because I live in celebration. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not waiting for my kids to leave uh, okay, and celebrate. Okay. Um, but 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 I, I will okay, say this okay. though. Praise I, I will say this. Um, you know, traveling, man. You know, my wife is one of those individuals that she's very stable. You know, very stable. And I remember when she first got sick. You know, and I uh, we we had plans on moving out west. You know, my wife was like, we cannot do it. Our our children have to go to the same high school four straight years. You know, they can't they can't bounce around. She she's really adamant about that. And as a result, you know, because they've been in school, my wife has not been willing to go on the road, you know, because she's just like, hey, and so I'm going to be able to go on the road without rushing, see? I think that'll be, you know, it's like, I can't wait to, like, let's say we go to, you know, um, Vegas or something or Miami and I got a gig. I will not have to get on the first flight out that next day and rush home. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's how I'm going to celebrate. Hopefully it's a beach where we go on when, when we do our first trip, but... Uh, actually, we're going to my homegirl Tia's uh, graduation in Atlanta. I mean, uh, wedding in Atlanta, and um, and I think my wife was like, "Yo, you, what you want to do? You want to stay there for a few days?" And I was like, "You know what? Actually, we will." So yeah, see, I think it's going to be travel somewhere and not have to rush home to our responsibilities. See, they, them jokers started last year. I looked outside last <laughs> summer. These jokers got two. I'm talking about the grandma and grandpa, grandpa. bicycles, and they outside. I promise you, it looked like they're riding on their hands. I'm like, what in the devil? They outside every. He evening. said, "Right." Hey, he he said, "Ride and hold hands." Though. I promise you, it looked like they're riding on their hands. Like people, they, let me <laughs> tell you about my. Bad, I promise you. They outside every day walking. I'm like, yo, they are, they're already on the empty. Yeah, so whoever that is yeah, that's talking, I promise you, they they behind, bro. We yeah, we ain't waiting to celebrate. Yeah, I promise you, we haven't been waiting to right. celebrate. Yeah, no, I got you, man. That's it for Ask ET. Thank you for submitting your questions. Remember, you can submit those questions at get info them reviews at too. Get them reviews in too. Yeah, leave the reviews. Yep, and go to check out Breathe University and then uh, leave the promo code what, one more time, Carl. B-U special. B-U special. All lowercase. B-U special. The letter B, the letter U special. All lowercase. B-U special. You got 50% off your first month, so I, I, we should see y'all flying in by the hundreds. Um, with that being said, man, thank you guys for listening. We got the ET's nugget of the day to get hey, you out of on, here, get on, you inspired, get you on, pumped see, up. We got two more quick oh, I'm things. Sorry, we got I'm Cleveland sorry. coming Go up. For it. Oh, um, all in, yeah. all in. And by the way, hey, for, for the record, see, you know, I was speaking at um, Quicken Loans and I was saying go all in before they made that a, a slogan for uh, the playoffs last year. Cleveland, and of course, we got the boot camp. Yeah, let's see the boot camp check. also coming up uh, July. You can now go on the website and check it out. All the information's up there. So, yeah, just make sure y'all are aware. Boot camp, Cleveland coming yeah, up. Boot camp, bro, for sure. July 23rd, 24th. Let's not forget about that. Um, now, is there anything else, or can we, we get good. into ET? Nugget of the day. All right, E, hit us. Take hey, look, if you aren't willing to work for it, don't complain about not having it. Again, if you aren't willing to work for it, don't complain about not having it. All right, look, I'm telling you, 
you know, uh, there are individuals that, you know, may call me and like, yo, ET, I need X, Y, and Z. And I promise you, I use my wife as the litmus test. I promise you. So what you mean by that, ET? My wife has missed, I mean, maybe two. And I'm just saying two because I don't want to be a liar. Two days of work since she's been sick. I'm talking about since she was diagnosed, right? And they let her go back to work. Been over two years. I promise you. I promise you my girl getting up, legs burning. I promise you, feet hurting. I promise you my girl getting up like, yo, I'm going in, right? Every, see, I'm not playing. She always, the night before, I should call in sick. She get up that next day, I was like, boo, I thought you said you was gonna call in sick. She was like, yeah, I'm hurt, but not hurt like that. Like, I'm, I'm hurt enough to go to work. I'm telling you, there are those of you out there complaining that you don't have it, but you're not willing to work for it. And I'm not trying to shame nobody, but I'm saying my girl got a chronic illness and she getting up and going to get it. And she don't even have to work from a financial standpoint. She don't have to work, but she honor her craft. So I'm saying to you out there, stop complaining about you don't have reliable transportation. Go work for it. Stop complaining about I don't have college tuition. Go make it. Look, you won't be the first person. You won't be the first person that had maybe two jobs and went to school to get a law degree. Two jobs and became a doctor. Two jobs and became an engineer. All I'm saying to you is this. I'm not suggesting that you do it, but I'm suggesting that you stop complaining about it. If you're not willing to put in the sweat equity, if you're not willing to grind for your dreams and goals, stop complaining when others have it and you don't. Stop complaining about it and work for it. So it's your boy E.T. saying if my girl can do it, if my, I, I said if my girl can do it, you can do it. So get up, get out, and go get it. That's it. Y'all appreciate that nugget, E. We'll holla at you next week. Go I'll leave see us that see review. We out of here. Why? Because if you don't kill it, then your family won't eat. That's my time. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity.